position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Welcome to episode number 362 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this Saturday, the 2nd of October, 2021 at 11.15 a.m. Pacific Coast, left coast, coast with the most time. Crack engineer, Ivor Molina. Hello, Ivor. Over there on the booth holding up the whiskey sign. That's right. It is at least 11.16 somewhere in the world. Right, Ivor? You're fired. Drinking on the job. Mm. Ironic, isn't it? It's the only good idea and the only fucking practical uh, function you serve on this test ship is the one thing that got you fired. That would, of course, make it for our sequel friends. That's the other thing that I've always here to remind me about. Oh, don't forget the sequel friends, the followers of the one true time and date format. That was like an Aaron Copeland thing that just kind of went insane. Uh, okay, so. Uh, I was hoedown from Rodeo. Uh, anyway, uh, for our sequel friends, that would of course make it uh, 2021, 1002, 1116. Uh, and some change. Captain's Law. Smell the code, so I was just about to clear them. Well, we have a uh, fucking. Finally, we can get to some fucking games. 
again after the last two weeks of shows. And yes, uh, thanks go out to uh, Shadow Glare, uh, posted in the Discord. A very interesting read about um, the developer's experience with uh, Epic EAC's uh, file roller, whatever thing, their configurator for, you know, their pre-press, their pre-flight, their pre-flight fucking thing. Um, like, yeah, it's gonna, we're not gonna turn it on right now. That's more or less what he said. Actually, that is what he said, but he said it in a much nicer way, and he had, like, a good set of reasons, and that was over Vermintide, uh, Warhammer 4K, and fortunately, Ad Knight just saw the headline when Shadow Glare posted it, and was like, oh, I can finally play this game, and I was like, oh, cool. So I, I went and read the article, and I came back, and I was like, man, you might want to, like, read that article, no, I just want to be ignorant. I'm like, okay. Because it's not what that article says at all. <laughs> right now, my biggest uh, the biggest hope for EAC, and like I said, I said it all last week, I'll, I'll believe it when I fucking see it. And, that, and I want to see it. But I will believe it when I see it. And I will not waste any further time discussing it on this show until... I can see it until on a game by game basis until there is a game and speaking of the game my one big hope is that uh, in I guess 30 days when Apex Legends goes into I guess they structure I don't know how they structure the fucking game because it's all you know it's an arena shooter Um, so I think imagine like their month long seasons Um, someone in uh, discussion thread for Apex Legends uh or maybe it was on ProtonDB uh, said that, and I agree with them that probably our best hope is to wait until the next season starts which is like normally when they push their patches I guess guy seemed to know what he was talking about he didn't say that but he said that that would be our best hope and by the we in our best hope he meant mine and ours, as in you and mine. Yes, it gets confusing. Mm. So, moving on. Uh, the next thing is coming. We are coming up on our eighth eighth year anniversary. And I did the math again. And I'm pretty sure this year is our eighth year anniversary. It'll be like uh, October 25th around there. October 23rd, October 25th, something like that. Um, the next thing is coming. It's the thing that I've been wanting to do now for... Well, I started doing it 14 years ago. And I'm not just talking about losing my virginity and becoming sexually active. Although I am talking about that as well. Yes, I... <laughs> <laughs> How old was I? 14 years ago. Yeah, I lost my virginity when I was 27. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> but uh, the next thing is coming. And right now, and this has been... We've done it before, but this time we're going to make a real serious go of it. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Details to follow... Um, for right now, we'll just say we'll call it the MRR, which was its original title in its first in, in, 
incarnation? No. In not instantiation in its first incarnation, I guess. Oh, this is gonna drive me. Ivor fact fucking get on dictionary doc. Melody regret to inform you that Ivor Melina Crack Engineer has committed suicide again. Uh, once again having been proven completely incapable of doing any fucking semblance of his job. Crack engineer, I'm willing to give him a big hand. Um also, uh, I mentioned the MRR, which I'm not telling you what it means, and I'm not telling you what it's going to be. Um but I'm very excited about it. And uh Shadow Glare, who I've been uh helping out a little bit with his retro arch via Steam setup. Um, even though he's kind of loath to listen to some of my advice, which is probably wise of him. Um, and some kid, well, it's not wise, of him, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. We I've been helping him get his retro arch, uh, an emulation stuff via Steam, uh, squared away as best as we can. Um, and he went all deranged and created his own fucking leaderboard. So if you want to get on the leaderboard, don't worry, I'm not competing yet. <laughs> He'll know. He'll know because when I start competing, and I'm not kidding, there's one game on his list that uh, he's keeping track of. And thank you for doing it. It's deranged, and I wish there was some easier way to automate it. I guess I... Well, hmm... I know that I, I know that for MAME games with FB Neo that use like the history dat file, I've read something like this. That I don't know if that's plain text or not. I've never looked at. It. I'll have to look at. It. If I can parse it, then that would be super easy. Because then all you'd have to do would be, like, either I could write a little application, yeah, I could write a little uh, shell script that could fucking you know, you point it to where you're hissed at, if if it's if it's in plain text, I mean, like, cause then I can just fucking pro- process it, that's not a problem um, and so that would run, like, a client on the end user's end parse the history dat file for the titles that, you know, we're currently keeping track of, connect to the website, post them to the SQL server, um, or queue them up to be processed in aggregate. Uh, but probably be better if it just went directly in. in. You know, of course, after cleaning it up and everything, but, uh, and after, you know, authenticating, like, you'd have to have a login and username, but that's not that difficult to do, and it would require no overhead on your machine, and it would only run when you wanted it to, if that's possible, if, if they hit that file, if there's a way to, to parse it, without having to fucking, yeah, reverse engineer it all, but, uh, that would be more efficient, but anyway, if you want to get on Shadow Glare's leaderboard, which is, I mean, I think it's cool. It's insane that he's, you know, doing it, but uh, I believe the conditions are... You just jump on the Discord, and I believe the conditions are if you have a... Uh, if you're well-known to us, and you have a high score to post, <laughs> send us a screenshot 
I think, is pretty much the rule. Um, he does not know the pain, the door, the gateway of pain that he's opened with this, especially with this one game. Because I looked at the list and I was like, you know, when I start, you're going to know it. And you're going to know it because there's a game on that list that when I say I am the best in the world at, I mean, I am the best in the world at. Uh, so yeah, but he doesn't know what game that is, and I'm not going to tell you. But all that's related to MRR. So, uh, this week we have, oh my god, what a game. We have such a good fucking Linux gaming episode for you this week. Finally, again, we can talk about games. We have our Severed Steel review, and this game, I... If, the, if my review is half as good as the game is, this will be one of the best episodes that we've ever done. <laughs> I doubt that that's going to be the case, but I can't wait to tell you all about it. And then we have uh, two new and noteworthy. So I've or actually, let's get straight to the new and noteworthy because there's another hyper-violent game that took forever and was released this week that many people have gone have lost their fucking minds over like people have waited a long time, big fan base big uh, crowdsourcing kind of thing, so we'll get to that after the bumper if I were, I were play it I was a North American fall when were in my former life, here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week so, um Never got tired of that bumper. <laughs> uh, so, uh, before I forget, special thanks go out to uh, Steam friend, and I think he listens to the show. I'm not sure, but he's a Steam friend, uh, Dazman, who helped me out with. Because like, I was like, man, I know I've seen this game somewhere. I've seen something. Like, what the fuck? This is like. And then I started reading the discussions, and everyone's freaking out over what game. Madness Project Nexus and Daz man is like how old are you I'm like I'm 41 he's like alright I'm gonna have to call you mate I'm like alright fine we'll do a voice call cause he was being totally great just dropping everything just to like explain this so I'm like he's like you ever seen that bloke with the the the, the cross on his fucking you know ragdoll head I'm like yeah you know I have and I just can't place it that's why you know I, I I just thought I'd just ask you because, like, you, he, I'd seen that he was playing the game. I bought the game. I bought the game already and, and played it. It's a good game, by the way. And it's, they're ironing out some control issues, like using an actual gamepad, but it's great with mouse and keyboard. Unfortunately, I can't play it mouse and keyboard because of Carpal Tunnel. Like, anytime I play action games with mouse and keyboard, well, or in my case, wireless trackball and keyboard, uh, my wrist get, get, my wrists get locked unlike even when I'm coding because then I take breaks I take breaks every 15 minutes um but I lose track of time so fast with action games and it, like I've hurt myself before to where like you know two work weeks no 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 uh no typing at all no fucking web serving at all so I'm wary of that but uh anyway so He's like, yeah, alright, so have you ever seen Newgrounds? 
And I'm like, yeah, I know Newgrounds. Newgrounds been around for the, of the old animation side. He's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. When was the last time you and you don't know what you what the fuck you're looking at with Madness Project Next? I'm like, I, it's like a weird thing. It's like I can't place it. And you're like, yeah, all right. So Madness started out on Newgrounds forever ago, and this game has been like seven years in the making. Um, as a collaborative, it was a pseudo-collaborative crowdsourcing kind of um, thing with instead of just stickmen fighting, they wanted to do really advanced they wanted to just go as far as they could with this weird character who is represented in pseudo-3D and therefore has the capability of moving into the foreground and background jump, uh, not just jumping, but like jumping to the left and to the right now and uh, offered up a broad range, you know, in of itself, once uh, iconicized or whatever, once kind of agreed upon as as the uh, basic form and size of the guy, like, everyone just started contributing to it, and then this one guy got completely obsessed, the guy who started it, and he's been making one video, like, every year of where the game is, and it's him fighting, I think it's him fighting in real time, just look up, um, actually, we have a link to, we have a link to the hour-long video, it's called, uh, if you want to just find it on YouTube, it's uh, just search for Madness Combat in Real Time. It's 56 minutes long um, and it is hilarious and amazing and surprising and exciting and funny and extraordinarily well done and detailed. And that is basically everything Madness Project Nexus is. And so... Yeah, so anyway, the bottom line is uh, it's a beat-em-up uh, but it's a beat-em-up with guns and real- kind of pseudo-realistic martial arts and lots and lots of techniques and surprising things that you can do and interact, like the ways in which you can interact with the environment and you know, blah, 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 which is actually, that should have been the theme for this week, because that's our review. Severed Steel is a remarkable game for very much the same reasons. But anyway, uh, Madness Project Nexus Project Nexus um, is 10% off now through October 6th at $22.49. Yeah, it's impressive. It's impressive. If you like ragdoll choreography and uh, intense fighting fighting uh, fighting choreography all wrapped up in a cute sense of humor you know, cute artistic style with uh, a dark but hilarious sense of humor um Madness Project Nexus. I'm I'm already impressed, but the thing is, I gotta they the the control support is really spotty. It only works with Xbox One controllers. Oh, that's the other thing for this week. My um, the one time I fucking buy a legit Xbox One controller, 
I can't remember which model it was, but it was a legit one. It was, you know, it was like 70 bucks or whatever, 60 bucks. And I, I ran it wired. It destroyed the fucking, U, like, the USB-C port or whatever the fuck. Uh, might be, yeah, I think it's USB-C. Or whatever fucking port the controller uses. And it's toast. So, I'm, I bought a new Power A, a pink Power A wired controller. And even that one is not actually wired. It's still a plug-in connection, which is it, it's a little better on the Power A this new model of Power A because you don't want that to bend. You want that to actually be like wired and then you know, directly to the board inside and then you want like, you know, that um, joint to be really thick and ribbed and reinforced and stuff because otherwise... You're just gonna keep destroying the fucking ports. But anyway, uh, the the Power A one that I got, uh, it's pink. It was a little expensive for a generic controller. I think it was like 38 bucks. But um, it's a little better because it has a box that sticks out around the port where you plug in the cable, and it has like a little lock on the actual um, the male part you know, the part of the cable end, so that it goes right into that box, and that, that and it's, like, seated more securely. Hopefully it lasts longer. I'm having a lot of problems with my fucking controllers. For a while, for, like, most of this last uh, week, 10 days, I've been stuck using my emergency controller, which barely works. It's just, like, one that does technically still work and is... You know, the gimbals aren't blown out, the action is terrible, but it's still there, and all the buttons work more or less, and none of them stick. But it has connection problems, too, like, because it's, it has the shitty cable. I can't remember who made that one, but uh, luckily, it's back in a drawer, and I'm on this Power A one. We'll see. Not I've not had good luck with Power A controllers. This is like I was very reticent to give them another try, but it's been like you know fucking years and years since I last tried them. But um, you know you can't. It's important that you not let one bad you know quality assurance pass that gets missed. Um, just you know if you look at it from like a Bayesian perspective, okay, so you tried one time from this brand and they fucked up. You know, like if they were making wedding cakes, they, you know, put uh, the bride and groom getting impaled by rhinoceri on the cake in hypergraphic, you know, blah. And then the Terminator is there, Arnold, with half of his face gone, and he's eating a baby. Yeah, okay, that's pretty bad. We, we, we didn't hit it out of the park. But that's only one try. And so the real question is, was it easy to return? Did you get a quick refund? Who did you buy it from? You know, blah. Um, and if you returned it, did the next was it was the replacement also fucked up? Um, that's the real question. You know, you, you got to give it more than one shot. So especially like, yeah, I don't know it's hard. It's it's difficult to unblind oneself to innate the innate prejudice that is born after a single massive failure, I guess, is kind of what I'm trying to say. So, uh, 
Finally, in our new and noteworthies, so that's the controller saga update. Finally, in new and noteworthies, I think I mentioned this on the show already, but everything kept getting bumped for all of the for like the last two consecutive weeks, and I want to make sure that everyone knows this. One of the best games that we've ever covered uh, on the Best Linux Games podcast, and one of my all-time favorite side-scrolling platformers ever, is it was a new platformer. It's in the vein of Sonic the Hedgehog. It was a new platformer uh, done by one guy, one crazy motherfucker who spent forever on it. It was called Freedom Planet. It's one of the best games that we've ever covered and one of my favorite games in my library. Uh, I won't go into like the the everything you you know, if you want, you can uh, Google search us, Best Links Games Podcast and Freedom Planet because we reviewed it um, and we featured it numerous times. Well, anyway, after many years now, and I had given up, I'd given up, thought that uh, they were never going to do this. After many years, Freedom Planet 2, like I, like I keep saying, I'll believe it when I see it, Freedom Planet 2, the sequel, is now available for free as a demo. They have no release. You can't buy the full game. They don't have the full game done yet. But you can play a free demo of it. It runs great on Linux. If you like side-scrolling platformers at all, but especially if you like um, Sonic the Hedgehog or Rayman or uh, Crash Bandicoot. Was it Crash Bandicoot 3D? Uh, That was like the launch title for the PlayStation 1. Anyway, can't remember. Uh, Because they kept naming all all subsequent Crash Bandicoot games just like Crash Bandicoot. Fucking... Anyway, whatever. That may or may not be true. It just feels that way in my in my mind holes. Then you absolutely have to go get Freedom Planet just from the Steam Store page. Freedom Planet Two de- uh, free demo, and it's you know they there's no terms as to when they're gonna you know not have the free demo, and the release date is supposed to be spring 2021. So I don't know. <laughs> they might have, they might have missed that a little bit. But uh, yeah. So Freedom Planet Two. Do not. I mean, go play the fucking free demo. It is awesome. It's like a big mashup of they. He, he did a lot of work on um the rendering. It's not so much pixel trash anymore. It's now more like uh thirty two bit quote unquote. Even though it's not a real thing, you know next generation, the first generation of next generation consoles, you know, with the smoother um, smoother sprite edges, not quite as blocky very gorgeous, unbelievable frame rate, uh, it's like he took some of like the like three of the more exciting and enormous and insane elements of like in terms of just geography from some of the best levels from the first game mash them together in a way that is like the puzzles the secret stuff in the first game uh you know to show off his design chops and it's huge it's like maybe five times as long as a normal level uh was in the first game so it's like it takes like 15 minutes to get to the end of this and it has a boss fight too um and it's great so go play that. You want something for free, and you can play it over and over again. And you can also it also has the character select, uh, which I didn't try. I just did Lily, my girl, 
Um, but yeah, it's Sonic the Hedgehog meets Rayman. Um, but this is straight up 2D side-scrolling platformer with um, that Sonic-esque. Like there, there are layers you can go into the background when you. You'll see. Magnificent game, absolutely. In fact, I think I like the Freedom. I like Freedom Planet One more than I like any Sonic game, with the exception of Sonic CD, which had the pinball um, bonus stage and the 3D pseudo 3D thing. That was so great, and it was so important to get all those extra lives. Because I used to speed run that. I used to speed run Sonic Two on the Game Gear too. I was an intensely lonely child. Alright, speaking of which, let's cure that loneliness with our review this week. Severed Steel. Based on with an Ivor. In accordance with the laws and regulations regarding the internet within your local jurisdiction, Best Linux Games Podcast now presents you with a dose of clap. Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's review time. So, severed... Mm. More whiskey, yes. Mm. Oh, that's good whiskey. This is a magnificent game. Severed Steel... Let's use the old uh, r- r- uh, game critic uh, lazy columnist for a daily newspaper cheat. Severed Steel answers the question what would happen if Mirror's Edge Max Payne uh, Hardcore Henry and uh, John Woo made a discotheque incredibly violent first person parkour bullet time objective oriented speed run focused carnival of hardcore Jason Bourne, Leon the Professional, Ninja Batman, Futuristic Discotech, Explosion Festival of Psychedelic Tron Neon all with destructible environments based off of voxel designs. It's based off of actually diamonds, which are voxels, you know, like on one edge. Um, high definition. So, what do you get? Alright, so that was that was the cheap way of doing it. Uh, Severed Steel is a first-person shooter that is entirely focused on Looking at, uh, at okay, severed steel 
is a really unique game because it combines aspects of Max Payne, like uh, the ability to uh, leap forward or sideways or in any direction, really. Um, combines it with the ability to slide, a la Mirror's Edge. Also, like Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, but also like Mirror's Edge. Also with the ability to wall run. And Bullet Time unlike Max Payne, is not in short supply. Uh, you have a lot of bullet time. So if you're... So one of the tricks to getting good at the game early is to learn how to conserve your bullet time uh, to only when you really need it. Because, like, you'll find yourself... And I still find myself doing this. Um, just getting addicted to holding that button down. Alternatively, there are lots of um, configuration options in the controls that really alter the uh, the gameplay experience uh, depending on your preferences like for me, I like it when a uh, kick slide ends and I do not get up until I press a button I have to press the A button I have to press the jump button to like actually get up um, and that's useful for numerous reasons because like you can slide around a corner and come to a stop facing one way and then cover the way that you just came by without having to get up so like you know you have your gun in front of you anyway we'll get into the details in a moment so what makes severed steel so remarkably unique is that it it's not it doesn't have any um Okay, I don't want to say that because this is like my personal jealousy. Because like I, I, I was, I've been designing a game that's kind of similar to this for a while. Mine's much different though, um, but it does incorporate a lot of these same elements, and so it's so great to see this game, which does them as well as I would like to see them. So I'm not going to say that it has no real ideas of its own, even though lots of people have been saying that they're wrong. The entire comedy, the it's greater than the sum of its parts. The design elements of this game, and they are so finely tuned, and it's still in early access. They're still adding stuff to it. They're still making tweaks and etc. Um, but it's it's in early access, and it has. Uh, by the way, it also has a full Steam Workshop. I think it has full Steam Workshop. Oh shit, Ivor, you're Ivor. Motherfucker. Let's look. Oh, fuck these people. All these guys. Okay. Workshop. Oh, yeah. No, it's got workshop support. You can make... It also has an integrated level editor. It's in beta, but it's there. And it's coming. Um... If you've looked at Severed Steel or you looked at um, some user reviews, by the way, I think the reviews have been, yeah, very positive, 540. This game came out September 17, 2021, so it came out two weeks ago. But um, let me diffuse one of the principal criticisms that lots of people have been posting uh, to the reviews for Severed Steel on the Steam store. And I couldn't disagree with it more and I don't know what fucking game these guys have been playing, but there's like a I'm gonna say it's a rumor cause 
I've logged 15 hours. I'm at the very end of the game. I'm on the last level. And it's really hard. But, by the way, and in case you should say, well, Seth, your, the editorial guidelines, Scoogie's right, the editorial guidelines for Best Lens Games Podcast clearly state that you must have at least 20 hours in a game or have beaten the game before you can... Well, yeah, we are obviating that because the story of this game is completely immaterial. I can't... It, 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 it's, it's... There's no dialogue... I mean, there's sound effects and there's good, there's some music, there's good music, I guess. I, I like to play it with the music off. Um, but the story is just told in like six or seven slides at a time that happened like every eight missions, every eight levels. Um, and they take 20 seconds and I get no audio on them, I don't know, you know, whatever, but basically the premise is this, you're a chick, they chopped off your arm and threw you down a garbage chute to die, you have one arm and are a badass motherfucking chick, and you go to seek your revenge from the garbage chutes all the way through different aspects of the city, all the way up into the skyscrapers, all the way up to out of town, all the way, all the way. So from the sewers, all the way to the mansions, just like Max Payne. Uh, But with one arm, and halfway through the game, spoiler alert, but this is pictured on the fucking game's art for their logo. About halfway through the game, you get a prosthesis for your stump and this prosthesis doesn't have it doesn't have articulated fingers or anything you don't need those by the way you pick up guns from the floor with your feet you don't actually see this in terms of the animation like uh, you don't see your feet necessarily but the way the guns get picked up if you don't have a gun in your, if you have a gun in your hand, by your feet. It is amazing from any angle. I'll I'll explain that in a moment. That's the hardcore Henry aspect of this game that makes this game so fantastic. So, your prosthesis, it doesn't have another hand for you. You don't need another fucking hand. You got a hand. You can use a gun that way. Mm. No, what you need is an infinite self-replenishing uh, blast, uh, uh, Mega Man style rocket, molten rocket thermal plasma artillery cannon, and that's what you get. Which is lucky because that's what you need. This thing, when it hits a wall, when it hits a wall or the floor. It dissolves like a uh, three foot diameter uh, hole. Go right through a wall. It won't go all the way. It won't go through the wall to the next wall, but it will put a hole big enough for you to leap through in any wall, any door, any floor, anywhere, including in people. So, anyway. Let's talk about the nuts and bolts of this game because we're running out of time and I really really want to get to this. This game fulfills like 
one of my all-time wet dreams ever for what could be done with a game and bullet time. It's in the first person. It's a skills-based game. The controls are excellent. Considering the degrees, the level of complexity of shit that you do on a constant basis in this game, um, that, like, really is amazing. Uh, the controls are phenomenal. Like, granted, you'll, you have to purge yourself of bad habits. Because it's a skills-based game. And ultimately, with games like this, you know, where you have some limited control of time, um, ultimately, games like this normally become like Max Payne. Where it's like, okay, there's gonna be just enough guys in a room to make it hard, and they're gonna miss just enough times to make it challenging, and then if I fuck up and, you know, leave myself tactically disadvantaged and I'm on my side and there's a guy there, he shoots me in the back of the head and I die. But it's just, it's only gonna be just enough guys. You know what I mean? Severed Steel is the exact opposite, because the premise of these games, where you you have all of these movement possibilities, I I can run, I can, like, I'm, I'm in a hallway that is like a three- like a two meter by a two and a half meter by two and a half meter cube, okay, extending forever. Let's say there are a hundred guys at the end of this tunnel, maybe a hundred yards away from me. I don't reload my guns. When my gun is empty, I throw my gun. They are all shooting at me. There's a hundred of them, a thousand of them. They're all, all their guns are like on their shoulders. They're packed in there like fucking, it's just like a wall of muzzles. They're packed in this tiny little cube corridor. Hundreds, millions, however many you want. And they're all shooting at the same time. I have infinite options. Even when I'm completely unarmed. I have infinite options. Uh, You know, I can immediately break from my run into a slide then go from the slide into a leap into a wall run then if there are guys behind me I can complete the wall run by literally using the gamepad to turn my head so that I either somersault so I'm now looking behind me upside down mid air in slow motion meaning I can shoot people upside down after wall running and then running on the ceiling like the Matrix. Or I can just flip forward and if I'm really fast in slow motion, I can kill like everyone in front of me, but then I can tuck and in the bottom of my tuck, my head will now be looking backwards. My feet will swing around the other way. I'm still moving the direction I was moving, but I'm aiming in an opposite direction. I can also twist my, I can untwist myself midair like that and land differently. And I can double jump too. I can double jump. I can wall run. I can leap. I can slide. I can slide into a leap. I can leap into a slide. I can double jump into a leap, I can double jump into a slide, I can double jump into a leap, and then into a slide, uh, which then I can leap from. Also, 
Now let's talk about the nuts and bolts. Because, like I, like I was describing that scenario for Max Payne, this is the opposite of that. The guards in this game are incredibly well armed. They are everywhere. And more will spawn. More will come. They are very focused on you. They have awesome guns and above average reflexes. They're also smart. They will move and switch positions. They will try to consolidate power. They'll try to keep fields of fire um, maintained. They're not super strategic thinkers, but their sheer numbers you know, blah. Now, here's my favorite thing about this game. It's going to be your least favorite thing when you get it at first, but then you'll come to see the glory of it. These guys aren't just firing for effect. If you run into a room, and we'll talk about the what advantage you have in a moment, but Here's the thing. If you run into a room at normal speed, just standing up, and there are two guys there, let's say they're at, you know, 50, let's say they're 120 feet, you know, let's say they're at, you know, 20 yards away from you, and they're all just there. You run into that room at full speed without any slow mo, without any, without doing any moves. You can kill maybe two of them. If you move after you kill the first one, if you move before you kill the first one, if you go into what the game calls stunts, which I'm going to describe in a moment, I've already described what you can do with your body. But leading with the head is so innovative and it feels so natural and it's really a technical achievement. But the. Okay. All right, Ivor. I know we're running out of time. The two things we have to talk about are how you get your weapons, how you use your weapons. And uh, your advantage. But anyway, so let's say you move. Let's say you run in there and it's no slow motion, and you get a quick sense of what's happening, and you slide and you uh, you know slide forward. You're going to be able to kill all three of them. Not if you don't use slow motion. And slow motion is awesome. You want to use slow motion as much as possible. Except for style points, because there's so much style that you can just by using this game as like a platform for a delicate ballet of absolutely unimaginable. And then there was a gunfight fucking tore up from the floor up. Retired extremely dangerous levels of you know, structural and human life destruction. It is a ballet. And that's always been the thing that's appealed to me most about Max Payne, all going all the way back to the original Max Payne, um, and The Matrix, and you know, anything else where there's a firefight that you can understand. John Woo, hard boiled, uh, hard boiled in particular, Asian James Brown, 
props. Props to Agent James Brown. Save the baby! Tequila! Ba-dum, ba-dum, um. So those three guys, if you don't use slow-mo, you're, you're gonna kill one of them. But if you make a move, you can probably kill all three without slow motion, but you have to use more than one move. And that's gonna, that could be tricky. Because you'll have to do it very successfully if you're not going to use slow-mo. If you use slow-mo, you can kill all three. If you don't do any move when you run in, you might not kill one. What I'm trying to say is this. These guys aren't just like security guards. They are military grade super soldiers. Even the shittiest grunts. They are communicating with each other. They have better weapons than you can imagine. These are fucking these are like corporate military yellow I mean white dayglow white uh, and uh, neon yellow neon green piped hallucinogenic assassin squads numbering in the tens of thousands easily easily 2,000 guys I know I've killed 100 but that was like in the first day that I had the game the thing is they are all shooting at you and they are shooting at you to kill you two bullets any type of gun will kill you dead um, I mean literally when you start the game before you get like the feel for it I wish the game started you in something other than the first five tutorial levels because they're they're good and they do they do teach you what you need to know to begin but the rest of the game teaches you more techniques as you go along it's one of the geniuses of this game in particular because the way it, it reveals itself to you and your capabilities You've had them the whole time. It just basically forces you to practice them to the point where you like hit significant plateaus of skill that are vastly different. You know, 15 hours in, I am unrecognizably good in comparison to where I was, you know, four hours ago. But the thing about this game is they're shooting at you and they're shooting to hit you and they're all shooting at, if they can see you, if they have a shot at you at all, they are shooting at you. And that means it's like every fucking level is Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, the ending thereof, to one degree or another and it gets incredibly intense very early on but by that point, you are so fucking good that it doesn't matter. And that's when the game starts to sing. Because now you're looking at these levels not like, oh, I gotta beat this fucking, I gotta kill all these. No, now you're looking at it from like a both a tactical and strategic kind of way. Because like, you know, like the, the spawn, start place is always the same. If you die... You start back at the start of the mission. Uh, just like super hot. 
So now you're looking at things a different way, and you see more. You've seen more of the actual uh, layout, more of the actual geography, and there's all kinds of geography. I mean, we're talking like from bizarre industrial, subterranean, futuristic sewer service corridor things, closed cramped spaces, you know, catwalks, etc., all the way to like uh, garden mazes and. Uh, train stations, underground, you know, subway stations, uh, trains, um, everything in between. Big combinations of uh, vertical advantages, you know, all sorts of stuff. And there's, you, and it's very obvious early on from the very first fucking mission that you get to play that's like kind of post-tutorial, they, they all blend together, which sucks. I wish they hadn't done that. I wish they'd broken it out into a separate tutorial, because then you could really experiment against the game itself, which is a better teacher. One thing you might want to turn on, though, um, I don't like this, but uh, in the gamepad settings, you can turn on um, auto go into slow motion when you're doing a stunt. I, I like to leave that off, because I like to be more in control, because it it's more cinematic when you use it at the right times or if you, you know, blah, it gives you more capabilities and blah. When you're doing a stunt, which is, you know, sliding, leaping, um, wall running, kick sliding, kicking. Yeah, those are all the stunts. Um, when you do when you're doing a stunt even if your slow motion meter it, even if you have no more slow mo time left slow motion will always work when you're in a stunt but it i like to keep it manual um for reasons of my own but anyway all these guys are trying to shoot at you this is where the stunts become important and this is so great when we'll wrap up with this and blah um well, these two things, because I gotta t- tell you about the weapons. The stunt system is fucking magnificent. It looks amazing, and as the carnage and and the slow motion of all of these bullets from all these different directions, and you are trying to fucking think your way through this. And, you know, you're moving. There is slight air control for all of the moves, which is actually a toggleable, but I like the air control. It's a perfect mix of very realistic um, mega John Woo style hard-boiled shootouts Matrix style shootouts with um, just enough magic magic fuzzy physics to make it seem to really give you a such a huge broad range of capabilities that even from the very first level where you actually get to like fight guys and do like the mission do the do the level um you realize that every time you play any of these levels it will be a completely unique experience like it'll be 80% unique at least every time you will always do it a different way and for a game that's so focused on that you know there's also speed running leaderboards uh i think there's leaderboards I know they're just speedrunning though. Um, that's exciting. 
Because it's a game that fucks with time that has speedrunning. I mean, yes, please. Thank you. And the geography can be sometimes a blessing, sometimes it's a curse. Sometimes it's a maze. Sometimes, you know, the trick is escaping the geography. Sometimes the objective isn't as obvious as it would appear. Sometimes there are things that have to be destroyed. Um, but always you have to escape the level, which is uh, an exit that's always in the same place. Um, it's only revealed at the end, but when you know where it's going to be after you've failed to get there a bunch of times, uh, it gives you a different sense, because I played through um, most of the game up to where I am now at the very last level uh, about three times I think, because with the exception of the train level, which is so hard and takes like actual like real well, it it wouldn't be so hard anymore for me but uh, my second time through the train um I wasn't drunk and stoned and filled with insane uh, slack-jawed courage rage. (laughs) I was actually sober and really intense. And so it took me like probably 45 minutes. It took me like 15 tries to finally beat beat it the second time. But anyway, um... Finally, it's a magnificent game is absolutely magnificent. And I can tell you unless like uh and I don't know if the 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 um the cinema quote unquote cinema slideshow things have music or a voiceover or if it's a settings thing or if it's a proton thing or if it's a, if it's still an early access thing or what or if it's just not there yet. Um but I do know that even though I've only played 15 hours of the game, I'm going to keep playing this fucking game. That's thing number one. Uh, and there's nothing... The game could end right now, right where I am. In fact, like if I logged in right now and said, oh, no, you beat the game, we deleted that level. Congratulations, here's a picture of the girl. And then a uh, title card says the end. I would be ready to review it. There's nothing that they could show me that you know, is going to disappoint me. I mean, I guess like maybe if it's like some sort of fucked up you know, like pro-fascist message or something. I don't know. I don't see that coming. There's nothing to indicate that that's gonna happen. But that was like my one, that'd be like my one fear. But I got it. This game gets it, it, by the way, it's um $24. Yeah, $24.99 full price. Um, full price, bitches. Uh, oh, no, and it's out of early access. Oh, cool. But yeah, no, this game is amazing, and it will blow your fucking mind. Um, has a lot of replayability, has a level editor, but here's my favorite thing, well, not my favorite thing, my favorite thing in the game is fucking killing, like, seeing literally 15 guys all at once shooting at me in a fucking duck hunt corridor and it ain't no fucking thing, it's just like, I'm gonna take you all the fuck apart so, here's here's one of the coolest things though, that just gives you a sense of it's actually fun. It's actually important for the gameplay too. Um, but it, it just 
the overall obsessive level of detail that went into this, like I said, you can tell that she picks up guns with her feet if she doesn't have a free hand. You can also tell if, okay, let's say your, let's say your gun is out of ammo and you haven't yet thrown it. And you're sliding into this guy you throw your gun, you hit him in the face but then all of a sudden there's another gun in your hand and if you were paying close enough attention and if you were in slow motion you would have noticed that as you slid either by him or into him or wherever your hand reached out and took his sidearm from him this happens above and below so you can slide into them and take their you can be leaping over them to shoot them in the back with their own sidearm Uh, then you can throw away that gun and if you're sliding and there's like a long gun you will instantly pick that gun up and equip it if you have no other gun so every bad guy while they're alive has two possible guns that they can offer you a sidearm and a long gun and you you can steal the sidearm if they're alive and then when they're dead you can take their long gun which they'll drop these guns have various quantities of ammunition in them so you can pick up like your favorite gun and find out that it has three rounds in it instead of you know a full mag of 30 but that's okay because there is no such thing really as for me a favorite gun in the game I love the arm cannon Um, and there are guns that I prefer over others for different things but uh and there's a broad there's a lot of different guns in this game ranging from hyper-realistic handguns, heavy handguns, um, to uh, tactical machine pistols, you know, fully automatic, uh, like banana clip, mini um, SMGs, micro-SMG kind of platform, uh, to assault rifles, to um, SMGs, to grenade launchers, to flamethrowers, to shotguns, to combat shotguns, only combat shotguns, actually, um, to futuristic energy weapons that uh, one hit causes people to explode to sniper rifles which I don't think you can zoom in on but you don't need to uh, it's amazing though I, and I'll close with this my favorite thing is that unlike any other game once you like understand how to play this the game like hits you with just these set pieces one after the other of just magnificent balletic possibilities um and the odds are so overwhelming like in the subway station if you after you turn the first corner if you're not if you're not in the middle of oh yeah i forgot to tell you when you're doing a stunt no one can hit you shit how's that for burying the lead 
whether or not you're in slow motion, if you're wall running, if you're diving, if you're sliding, no one can hit you. You're invulnerable. That That's true for flamethrowers. It's true for uh, rockets. It's true for bullets. So this provides the incentive to really master all the movement systems and learn how to chain them together and learn what you like and what is most effective and what you can, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then to really choreograph spontaneously because, I mean, eventually it gets so crazy. Like, once there are no more walls, like in the last level where I'm burning down this entire fucking mansion, um, it's three stories tall, it's a huge mansion. And it is, there's, I've, it's gotta be fucking 50 people in there to start with and another fucking 75 afterwards. Um, like, you know, you, you walk in and there are eight guys right there. Um, yeah. It's like you walk in and you see these eight guys and you know that if you are not in slow motion or moving right now, you literally have two seconds to live. But here's the last thing, and this is shit, I should have followed my notes because this was the thing I wanted to open with. Max Payne, if you want to compare this to Max Payne or The Matrix, Max Payne, his base movement speed is not that great. In fact, it's the same, more or less, as his enemies. He might move with more intention and purpose because he's being guided, being controlled by a, you know, a human with intelligence, human human level general intelligence, but um, he can't move that fast. Severed Steel, you have one advantage over all of these guys and all of their weapons and all of their tanks and all of their flamethrowers. It's that your base movement speed, which defaults to auto-run, is about, I'd say, two and a half times faster than any, even the lightest super assassins in the opposition. What this means is, when you slow down time, and you're already moving about three times faster than everyone else, and then you slow down time, that means you can do six times as much shit as everyone else. This also means you gain the valuable, invaluable elements of speed, surprise, Literally, because once they start shooting, they will not stop until they have to reload. So you have like this blink moment where they recognize that you're there and sure, but all of that, which happens in like one and a half seconds, happens over the span of like four seconds now. And you are already moving twice as fast as these guys and velocity is important actual physical velocity of your body in the direction of your body is important because you can be moving in one direction and aiming in another um that means you everything you do like when when you get an Uzi you can fire it six times faster than anyone else meaning you can empty the clip immediately um etc 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 but that also means that you can kill the guy in front of you and midair, you know, roll yourself to the left, still slow motion, blow the guy's 
face off to the left of you as you're going sideways through a window into a hallway where a guy, and you're still in slow motion, is coming around the corner, you blow him away, then you flip over onto your other side, still in the air, you've yet to land, and kill the guy at the other end of the hallway, and then the second you touch the ground, you let go of the slow motion, you hammer it again as you leap back forward, as you leap backwards through the window that you just came in through, and then pretzel yourself around and aim like if you were if you were standing up because like you're now parallel to the ground if you were standing up you would be aiming at the ceiling but now you're aiming you're leaping backwards through the same window your tits are in the air and now you're aiming at the guys who are behind you from the room in which you know you originally leapt through the way it's fucking awesome it is awesome awesome and uh yeah it does it, it it does get a tiny bit repetitive but then the game like reveals itself to be the juggernaut that it really is and you realize that you can play this for forever so it wins best Links games podcast highest award uh worth full price all price every price any price every day and the visual style you'll never believe the shit that you're gonna see in this game never seen anything like it and it is so exciting and you can check us out uh, live streaming it, we'll be streaming again later tonight, most nights uh, Severed Steel so that'll, that's our show, sorry we went, we went so long and uh, I know I'm forgetting something about Severed Steel but maybe we'll talk more about it later but it, it, it wins our eyes to ward pick it up and uh, I'll see you next week Cheers. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm going to try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada yee. Four or five times. Matt Damien. Why face? Stop. Business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you, pay me. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. 
The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.